Good morning, black and white sports fans. Happy Thursday. This is Thursday. This week is just flying by, guys. Uh, happy to be here on a Thursday. We got a jam-packed show, man. What is going on, Rhodes? Good morning, Mr. Matrix, and good morning, black and white sports fans. We are in the house with a ton of topics. A ton Yeah, thanks of to Rhodes dropping a couple of topics right before we went live. Sure Sure did. Sure did. I find all the best stuff in the mornings. It's so chaotic in the evenings that I, you know, I get up early in the morning. It's quiet in the house. And I start surfing through topics and I'm like, oh yeah, this is good. This will be good for the live stream. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And two of these I found literally in the last 30 minutes. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we were chit-chatting we about 20 minutes on here before we, uh, hit the, uh, live button. But, uh, Thanks everybody joining smash the thumbs up button. If you do not mind, um, also click the join button. If you want to become a channel member, get access to all of the, um, the live streams because they go to members only and get, um, access to member live streams also. And I was going to ask Rose, I forgot to ask you, um, when we were in the back before we went live, I was thinking, why don't we go live, um, with the members probably, this weekend or next weekend. I don't know what your schedule is like. Usually we talk about this stuff offline. Yeah, probably next weekend. This weekend I'm going to work on the cabin. I, I figured that you were, so I knew it probably wasn't going to work out this weekend. But all right, so next Saturday we'll have a member live stream, so click the join button, join the website. Either one will get you access to the live stream, and of course Hall of Fame members get to be on the panel. So next Saturday, which I'm pretty sure will be like at 9 a.m. because that's what we do. And by the way, Zen Master Me with a 99 cent super sticker. Thank you. He is always supporting us. Really do appreciate the support. Old school, old school supporter from way back in the day. Yeah, absolutely. All of our channels, by the way. All of them. Yes, yes. Uh, Giants Nation 499. He sends these super chats, and we end up getting a topic in that we don't even, uh, wasn't even planning on. But he says, What's up, boys? My question is, what are your thoughts on Allen Iverson? Me, personally, he is overrated, not a champion player, but he was entertaining to watch. Yeah. Now, the younger generation, they love Allen Iverson. He was a great player. He really, really was. But the younger players try to put him into, like, the top 10 of all time. He's not. But he he definitely had an influence on the NBA in the late 1990s post Michael Jordan. He had a massive impact, and because of him, yeah. the NBA implemented a rule that said, all right, you're not going to play. You need to dress up on the sideline because uh, to the NBA, they were looking like uh, criminals on the sideline. Remember that whole era, the jailblazers sure, era, that, I, that thing? I sure do. Um, look, I equate, and I don't know if this is a great comparison, but I equate um, – Allen Iverson in the NBA to Michael Vick in the NFL. That's a good okay. comparison. I, I mean, you know. Now, of all, course, Allen Iverson wasn't a criminal. <laughs> well, well, I'm talking about strictly sports-wise. Right. Very very flashy. All the t- talent in the world. Sometimes he could do things that would make you go, whoa. You know, like Michael Vick going into Lambeau and beating Green Bay in that game. I mean, he was all world in that game. But kind of a media creation to a point, you know, Mm -hmm. um, look for me, I got to tell you, no matter what, 
you got to win rings. You, you do got to win rings. With now, me. now that was I, a I, tremendous accomplishment. What he did in 2001, the Kimbe Matumbo, uh, second best player on that. Um, uh, was he on that team? I think he yep. was. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. On that Sixers team. And he was the only uh, player to take a game off that Lakers team in the playoffs. He was tremendous, yep. but definitely over, definitely overrated. Um, I don't really consider him a point guard. I really consider him more of a two guard because he was a, a score first guard. Well, look, he suffered a little bit much, in my opinion, to um, Westbrook and Mar- Marbury Itis where in order to score 30, you got to shoot it 52 times, right. <laughs> you know? I mean, I just, those kind of players, I, I'm just not a big fan of. Never have been, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, this is a good question. Uh, Giants Nation $5. Who has a better handle and crossover, Iverson or Kyrie? Kyrie's got a deadly that, crossover. That's a, man, that's a, that's a good question right there. Um, If I'm, if I'm, God, if I'm being all honest, probably oh. Iverson. Probably it's, Iverson. It's he, close, man. He had a I, – I, boy, it is close. It really is close. It's yeah. close, man. I, I, Very I close. really can't – I don't even know if I can even answer this. Yeah. I don't want to get caught up in a moment because Kyrie Irving is playing right now, but – Right, ooh, man, right. I, I don't know. Recency bias, but – You you, yeah. you can I'm, go I'm with gonna, whoever won. I'm, uh, you can, I'm right here. Iverson there. Yeah. Daytona says Kyrie. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Uh, Adam Washington, $5. Thank you for the super chat. And we appreciate all super chats via super chat or stream labs. Either one can help support the, uh, the streams here. And I will be checking out stream labs uh, too as well. But uh, Adam Washington, $5 says saving on voting rights is another example on why these coaches and athletes need to uh, stick just to sports. Bobby Bowden never showed his politics. Well, that's not necessarily true about Bobby Bobby Bowden because before he died, he did come out and he said he wanted to live long enough to go out and vote for Trump. Yep. But he yep. also wasn't at an active uh, coach at the time either. Right. So, right. Just throwing that out there. But uh, we're gonna dive in and it's saving here. Yeah. yeah. I guess I guess yeah, that's yeah. a good segue. That's a great segue because. Uh, is it wasn't just Nick Saban, it was some other uh, uh, athletic names as well. And I just didn't have enough room in the YouTube uh, t- title because they only give you 100 characters. It wasn't just Saban, but he was the headline. Nick Saban was the headline, and this is kind of shocking, you know, because I'm gonna share my screen, it, then we'll get into it. Is it? Is it? I can think I, I, of one. I, just, I can think of one thing Nick's done that that rubbed a lot of people the wrong way, and you know we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Go ahead, have at it. Get it. Go go for it. Delusion. You muted yourself. John Matrix muted himself. Sorry about that. <laughs> So anyway, it I, says I, Nick Saban. I, I, Thank you, Rhodes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nick Saban, others urge Manchin to help pass voting rights bill. Now, here's the thing. Okay. The, we're going to get a little bit political here. 
Manchin is all for that voting rights bill. He has been on record. He is a part of that. Okay. Remember, he's a Democrat. More moderate than the other Democrats for the most part. But he says that he wants it to pass. However, he didn't want to abolish the abolish the uh, filibuster to do it in order for to eliminate the filibuster. Now, all the Republicans, they voted against um, eliminating the filibuster last night. Joe Manchin and Kristen Cinema, they sided with the Republicans on that because, man, this will open up a whole new can of worms if they eliminated the filibuster. Because in order for uh, this uh, bill to pass, they needed 10 Republicans to side with them. And I believe that the filibuster is a good thing because it keeps um, the majority from having too much power. And when it comes down to it at the end of the day, the Democrats are basically calling the filibuster uh, racist, even though they've used the filibuster way more than the Republicans. I was just going to say, look, both parties have a long standing history of, of, pulling that filibuster out of their pocket and throwing it on the table like yeah. your ace in a poker game. So Yeah, because you know, remember 1964 Civil Rights uh, um, Act, who was filibustering that? Oh, that'd be Democrats. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I believe it was Strom Thurmond held the longest filibuster in history, and it fell. Because all these people, you know, all of Joe Biden's buddies... Back in those those times, they voted against it. Robert Byrd voted against the 1964 Civil Rights Act. Just throwing it out there. But we getting kind of carried away. Says here, University of Alabama head football coach Nick Saban and other uh, prominent sports figures with ties to West Virginia have urged U.S. Senator Joe Manchin to support sweeping legislation to protect the right to vote. I want to know, guys. Who doesn't have the right to vote? Who doesn't? I believe well, if you've got a well, valid a, a, ID. A legal, a legal alien shouldn't have the right to vote, even though they're allowing that in the People's Republic of New York, but I digress. Right, right. But what you were saying, Rhodes? Uh, yeah, I was going to say illegals, uh, felons, you know, <laughs> people that don't have a valid legal ID. I mean... God, this is such a no big deal situation with with these voting legislations that 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 have come out. For example, in Georgia, and we've they've we've got one here in Texas now, and everything. Nobody is squashing any minorities' rights to no. vote. Nobody. No. Actually, it's pretty easy out here in Texas to vote. I t- I talked about this in my network video. I never vote on election day. Because we have early voting here in Texas that is very convenient. I don't like going to election day. It's too crowded. And all I had to do when I, when I came to Texas, came back to Texas because I was living in Louisiana, got my ID. I wanted to register to vote. And guess what? I was able to register to vote. They didn't tell me, oh, you're black. You can't register to vote. They even asked you when you doing your ID. And I renewed my driver's license last year. They asked you. Do you want to register to vote? Yeah, no problem. Show up to the poll. Give the lady my uh, driver's license. Looks at it. They actually scan it 
to make sure that you're registered. No problem. They give you a little ticket. You go to the booth, you vote. Just that simple. My mom what? is 65 years old. Never had a problem voting in Texas. Never. What do you say, Rhodes? I don't know if it's still this way, but uh, to draw a, a correlation back to sports, it used to be back in the day, if you ordered some tickets to a sporting event and you showed up and you had to go to Will Call to pick your tickets up, you need ID. Add, you needed an ID for some tickets to a baseball I'll, game. I'll never Texas forget. Rangers. I'll never forget. I think, when was the last time we went to a Rockets game? I don't remember. It was probably like two, probably like three, four years ago. Showed up, wanted to get my tickets. Guess what? I needed my ID to claim those tickets. But all of a sudden now, having an ID is racist. You know why they're doing this, right? Because what do the poll numbers say is going to happen to Democrats in November? They're getting crushed. They're going to get crushed. The red wave. Crushed. Yeah. What's on Mr. Biden's uh, appro- approval rating? It's, it's in like the 30s. 32% right now. Something believe, like that. Something like it's that. in the 30s. Yeah. They're going to get crushed. So now they got to play the race card here and saying that uh, black people and other minorities can't. They're not being allowed to vote. Not true. Not true. So they're freaking out. So basically the Joe Biden presidency is from now until election day in November. After that, he won't get nothing done. He knows this. His advisors know this. So that's why they're doing this. And now this has got crushed because uh, Cinema and then, uh, Joe Manchin said, uh, no, we're not going to abolish the filibuster to do this, even though we support it. But jump back to Nick Saban. Saban is, was joined by NBA Hall of Famer Jerry West, a fellow West Virginia native, in a January 13th letter uh, penned to the Democratic senator ahead of the uh, Senate's debate of the freedom to vote, John R. Lewis Act. The Senate uh, took up the bill Tuesday, and it appeared headed for defeat. And it was defeated. The package uh, before the Senate would make Election Day a national holiday and will require access to early voting and mail-in ballots that became overwhelmingly popular during the COVID-19 pandemic. Voting advocates nationwide have warned that Republican-led states have passed laws making it more difficult for black Americans and others to vote by consolidating polling locations, requiring certain types of identification, and ordering other changes. Now, the only thing I agree with, I'm perfectly fine with election day being a national holiday. Perfectly me fine too. with that. Me, me I'm too. perfectly me okay too. with that. But in Mr. Biden's home state of Delaware, they have exactly how many days of early voting? Zero. <laughs> Zero early days of voting in Mr. Biden's home state of Delaware. But he's been calling um, these uh, Republican uh, updates to the elections Jim Crow on steroids. Look, let me keep it real. How long has this some bitch been in some kind of public office? How many years? 45 About 50 years, years? 48 years? Almost About 50, 50 years. years. Where have you been with this agenda? Why were you not banging the drum 25 years ago 
saying that black voting rights were being suppressed, probably because your homeboy, Robert Byrd, would have reached over and slapped you in the back of the head. Yeah. And you know, you know I mean, that, uh, you know, that Joe Biden in the seventies was against busing. He was against that. And Kamala Harris called him out. I mean, I mean, Mr. Biden was singing the praises of George Wallace, the most dangerous governor in history, singing the praises of him, bragging about getting praise from George Wallace. Correct. This is Joe Biden here. This I'm sorry, Joe man. Biden. We went on a bit tangent here, but we're just trying to. Put everything in perspective here. Now, Jerry West, um, Nick Saban, they don't even live in these states. I don't know where he's actually uh, registered to uh, actually vote. But does Nick Saban actually believe this? Now, I actually read a comment when um, before we went live. Somebody in um, in the comment section said that, oh, he's doing this so he can keep recruiting the best black players to Alabama. Oh, I'm, now, I'm, I'm, I'm in the starting gate. I'm, I can't wait. Yeah. I'm going to say this, even if he didn't say anything, he, cause he didn't have to say anything. Nothing. Nick Saban was going to get the best players anyway, because he's Nick Saban. Think, yeah. think about that. Look, look it, he, this is, this is, just another virtue signal for the sake of walking in to uh, minority homes and setting down and trying to win over parents that voted for Joe Biden. I look, do I honestly believe behind closed doors when he walks in to vote, he voted for Joe Biden? I don't believe that. You will not convince me of that. I do not believe that. But it doesn't matter. He's a coward. He is a coward. Okay? It's not that I've got a problem with him making a a political statement. I've got a problem with him getting behind a lying political statement. Right. Okay? A false narrative political statement. A a bogus sell job of a political statement. That there is nothing about requiring an ID that is racist somebody actually come had the nerve to come out and say well a lot of a lot of minorities don't want to present ids because they're concerned about well if they show their id then uh if they've got something on their record they're worried about getting picked up that's a lie that's so a lie. Wait, we, we so have wait. we have the evidence out there roads because the overwhelming majority of minorities agree with voter ID. It was something like what? 75% of black people wanted voter ID. Well, well, here's my deal. Here's my deal. Um, are we saying now, are we just, are we saying that black people are the only ones that would be concerned about getting picked up for a crime? Are we just, are we, or is there an umbrella there they're put, they're pushing minorities into because that seems pretty damn racist too. In my opinion, you're, you're insinuating yeah. that, Hey, you know, uh, we need to be able to let all the criminals vote. And we all know that all the criminals are black. Well, damn, that's pretty racist. If you ask me, mm. that's pretty damn yeah. racist. If you ask me, um, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, it is. This is a this is a cowardly virtue signal 
for recruiting, and it makes me sick. Sh- keep your mouth shut. Don't say anything, okay? Not going to ha- hurt you in recruiting one bit to not say anything. It's not, okay? I mean, look, you haven't heard Dabo say anything. Do you think it's really going to hurt Clemson's rec- recruiting? Hell no. 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 Hell no, it's not. L- let me read this. It says in the letter, the group said the principles that help ensure free uh, fair and free elections are, quote, now under international, oh, I'm sorry, under intentional and unprecedented challenge. We are all certain that democracy is best when voting is open to everyone on a level playing field. The referees are neutral, and at the end of the game, the final score is respected and accepted, the letter reads. The letter also uh, was also signed by former NFL players Oliver Luck and Daryl Talley, both of whom are West Virginia uh, University uh, graduates, as well as former NFL Commissioner Paul Tagliabue. The group said that lawmakers must guarantee that all Americans have an equal voice in our democracy and that federal elections are conducted with integrity so that the votes of of uh, all eligible voters determine the election outcomes. Now, Rhodes. Yeah. Let me, let me say this. Apparently the 2020 election was the most free and fair election ever, right? Because didn't Mr. Biden get over 81 million votes? Did he not? In theory, he got the most votes of all time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I mean, think about it. I mean, he's super duper popular, right? Oh, he got 81 million they, votes. They love him. Yeah, they love him. They, 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 America loves Joe Biden. Absolutely. And we know we know for a fact what four states did, but we can't talk about it here. Four states. We know what they did, but we can't talk about it. I mean, Nick Saban, man. Wow, this, this is kind of shocking right here, but I guess. I shouldn't it, be too it, surprised. It wasn't. It wasn't to me. It, it this wasn't surprising to me out there. He did. He did a virtue signal last year when he went out there and 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 started uh, suckling upon the teat of Black Lives Matter, so he could win over recruits when he walked in the homes. I mean, come on, uh, good lord! I mean, it's kind of despicable. I mean, you would think, if anything, look, man. Look, man, teach, teach your players something. Break the narrative for crying out loud. You're doing more harm than good by continuing this false premise that Democrats are keeping up about the black race. Stop it. You're causing more harm. Okay, that's the problem. That's the problem. I mean, God, it's. It's absolutely insane. And look, what's more racist than saying a black person can't go get an ID? What? Joe Biden. Joe Biden said, well, they, they don't know how to use the Internet and find. Well, that was actually for the vaccine, I believe. But yeah, you, you're right, Rhodes. Well, I mean, what am I missing here? And what's odd is. Look, when I worked in the corporate world, probably 60% of my workforce, my managers, you know, 
Most of my managers were black. Most of my employees were mm -hmm. black. Do you know what they had to have to go to work for us? A freaking ID. Actually, I almost did it. Actually, actually to get it. a job, Rhodes, you don't need just one ID. You need two IDs when you go to your first day of work. You know, an ID, like a picture ID, and also like a social security card or maybe a uh, passport. Yeah, you need more than one form of ID to actually work. Why? So they can take your federal taxes out. But Mr. Biden doesn't seem to have a problem with that. I mean, I mean, cause one, one idea isn't good enough. You need two to work in this country. One of the side things I used to do was I had to bring people in so I could do interviews, whether it was agents and or managers I was going to promote. I mean, I didn't sit back in a chair and go, Oh, well, hell they're black. I, they ain't going to they ain't going to have an ID. <laughs> Go ahead and let's just let's just get them out. Better yet, just don't even if you think you can tell on the phone that they might be black or a minority, don't even let them come in here. We know they can't get an ID. Mm -hmm. Guys, no. I I highly no. recommend guys that uh you guys go and check out, I believe it's Fox News. They had a video out there where they were in New York City in the People's Republic of New York. And all of these white liberals thought that black people didn't have IDs and because they were talking about voter ID laws and these white liberals was talking about voter ID laws are racist because black people can't get IDs. And then Fox news goes to black people and black people like, why would they say that? We all have IDs. We know how to get to the DMV. Oh, you got to watch you guys watch it. It's glorious. But let me get to some of these uh, super chats here that uh, came in. Uh, Adam Washington for $5. I agree. Bowden did show his support to Trump, but after he was done coaching, but that's 110% true. Well, thank you for that uh, super chat. Uh, Steve L, $5. Uh, shame on Saban. He did this for recruiting. You're right. The artist formerly known as Woke Hogan, $5. So Democrats are basically saying that minorities don't know how to get IDs. That's what we just talked about. Uh, they think we're subhuman. It's dis it's disgraceful. Thank you for that. And he also sends another five dollars. They're just uh, setting this narrative up to have an excuse to uh, push their base when the red wave hits. Yeah, that's this is what this is all about. It is all about them freaking out about the ramifications of uh, what could actually happen to them in November. You're why right do you about think that. The, why do you think the borders are just wide open right now? Wide open. Wide ass open. They're wide open because those are voters walking through if Democrats have it their way. Hmm? Those are why, why do you think? Why do you think in the People's Republic of New York City, they're allowing non-citizens to vote in local elections, which is what? Unconstitutional, by the way. It's illegal. And they're getting sued by the Republicans out there, by the way. If 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 you are in New York, I don't care if you're Democrat or what. You're not you're speaking a, in the mic, Rhodes. If, if you're a citizen, if you're a citizen, why the hell are you okay with illegals voting? Why are you okay with that? What the hell? They can vote legally in their own country, for crying out loud. Yep. Man. Yeah, you shouldn't have foreign nationals determining 
what happens in your country, your city, or your state. I keep forgetting. I got this mic. You know, I used to be able to pull the mic off. And <laughs> you still got the other one. You can plug in too. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Uh, that's a better that sounding mic. mic. That's a better sounding mic though. So, but anyway, man, let's move on, man. That was our political rant that intertwined with sports. But yesterday we got some news, man. That, uh, remember that Bruce Arians, uh, video that, uh, we did, we talked about Bruce Arians, how he hit, um, his own player in the head. Mm-hmm. Well, he laid, laid down the dusty roads, bionic elbow to his own yes. player's helmet. Yeah. Yes, well, the NFL has come down on Bruce Arians now. And uh, Bruce Arians has now been slapped with a fine after hitting his own player. Now, we didn't know if they were actually going to um, suspend him. I didn't think that they would suspend him. Still haven't heard anything on Aaron Donald yet because what he did was way worse. Maybe they're still looking into that. I'm not really sure. But uh, uh, Bruce Arians gets, gets hit with a... $50,000 fine for hitting his own player, but safety, Andrew Adams. So, and that was actually uh, put out by Adam Schefter uh, yesterday when that came down. And that was a little bit after the, the live stream uh, from yesterday when this uh, news dropped. So Roach, what do you think of this fine? Well, I had a feeling it was coming. Something was coming. I mean, Look, the NFL rules are, even though I, you know, I watched it, it seemed benign. It made me think about things that happened with your high school coaches and all that sort of thing. I mean, was right. this out of the, out of the ordinary? No, but it has gotten to the point now where you absolutely cannot do this kind of thing. You cannot touch a player. That is the rules, right? Plain and simple. And because this happened, I had a strange feeling at minimum he was going to get a big fine, which he did. I thought he was in danger of, of maybe being suspended for a game. Uh, but maybe, I once again, the NFL is a business. I don't know that the NFL would have actually had the testicular fortitude to have set a coach going into a divisional playoff game against the Rams uh, right. because at the end of the day, the NFL is a television show. So, I mean, just being real, it's a television show. Uh, right. So, yeah, not surprised by a fine. I knew something would happen. Um, I'm actually floored that the mainstream media did not turn this into something else. And, I know. We're waiting uh, on Jamel Hill. I, I was waiting for that art one article, Deadspin or Jamel Hill or somebody. Um, maybe right. she did. I, let me let me you, check. You I'll check what? Twitter. Yeah. Well, I was just thinking about that. I was like, um, hmm, maybe I ought to run a search real fast and just make sure. Um, to, uh, I'm, I'm gonna check real yeah, quick. Yeah, I don't show anything. Deadspin, y'all are getting some impromptu right quick. Um. No, we're good. It looks like it looks like we are good, uh, especially after because there was a little on Twitter. There was some on Twitter from actual people just tweeting, "Wow, this is a bad look." Right after the Antonio Brown situation, right. you know. Um, oh, nope, she didn't tweet co- anything about it. White coach, black player. Hmm. 
that sort of thing was floating about on Twitter, but nobody in the media ran with it. I was kind of surprised by that. Um, but no, it doesn't surprise me that he got a, he got a fine out yeah. of this. So yeah. this is, this is probably a telltale sign also that the NFL is probably not going to do much with, um, with Aaron Donald, but you would think they have to do something about Aaron Donald. It's been silent on Aaron Donald. It's been really silent. He, and he actually hit a player. He yeah, actually he tried, did hit a player. He Hell, he tried to choke a player. I mean, he tried to choke a bitch right there on the field. I mean, there wasn't mm-hmm. no no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And um, no, I don't I don't show up. Yeah. I just did a, a quick scan on Aaron Donald. Up. There's nothing. Yeah. There's nothing. So, well, that's just that then. <laughs> Uh, we got a super chat here. Adam Washington, $5. Remember when Coach Lou Holtz used to grab his uh, players by the face mask? Definitely won't fly today by the woke left. It was normal back then. Yeah, you're right about that, man. You used to be able to do a whole bunch of things. You know? Totally normal. Totally normal. Yeah. Yeah. Even even in the uh, the military, when I was in, you couldn't punch anybody, but the old guys back in the day said that they used to get punched. And they, but you can't do that anymore. Man, them so, coaches yeah. in school would grab that face mask and yank that face mask. I mean, that was just sort of nobody even thought twice about it. Nobody, parents didn't get bent out of shape. Right. That's, yep. you know, that's sort of part of that, you know, v- all new vagina culture they've got going on out there. Right. Right. <laughs> I mean, let's just be real. <laughs> I cleaned <Yep>. it up. <laughs> but uh let's go ahead. Let's move on. That was gonna that was a short segment right there, but we had to talk about um uh Bruce Arians. Uh Keely Child, thank you for your service, John Mitch. Well thank you. Thank you. Really do appreciate that. But uh let's move on here because we're gonna be talking about uh uh, Penn State swimmer Leah slash Will Thomas. Now, I kind of caught Rhodes by surprise with this story because we know that uh, Leah Thomas was out there smashing women's swimming records. And last week, Leah Thomas, who is a biological man, lost to a biological woman that is transitioning to be a, a man. And that was hot news. But apparently, according to Leah slash Will Thomas's uh, teammate. It was all planned. The fits was in. So check this out. Wow. Kick exclusive. Penn swimmer alleges Leah Thomas colluded with fellow transgender swimmer before race. Think about that. This is actually this is big. I mean, this should should be all over the mainstream media right now. This should be taking on a complete life of its own. Okay, but we're because we're talking about a a scandal type situation. If you've right. got two athletes that got together and one of them threw a race so another one could win, this is a big deal. Yep. Or it should be a big deal it'll be very telling if this takes on no life beyond outkick and you know a couple of other sites that tend to tell more of the truth than others 
Right. Uh, if, if they don't talk about this, man, this is crazy. When you told me that this morning, I said, oh, that makes mm-hmm. sense. Because I kept right. thinking, how did he cruise to a victory in all of the races but just happened to lose these two? I kept asking myself. And not just that. cruising, dominating. He actually beat somebody by like, what, 34, 38 seconds. Yeah, this this dude was eating a ham sandwich during a, a swimming race. I mean, he right. It they weren't even none of these races have been competitive that he's, he's no. been involved with. None of them. But let's read this in right. an exclusive interview with Outkick. A biological female member of the Penn uh, Women's Swimming said she believes her teammate, transgender swimmer Leah Thomas, colluded with Yale transgender swimmer Isaac uh, Hennig who's transitioning from female to male doing a 100 freestyle race on January 8th. The swimmer granted amenity due to what is viewed as threats from the university activists and the current political climate. Felice Thomas, who was reportedly uh, been comparing herself to Jackie Robinson. Oh my God. And Hennig uh, cooked up a plan before a pen home try meet with Yale and Dartmouth quote, looking at Leah's time. I don't think she was trying the pen swimmer alleges. I know they're friends and I know they were talking before the meet. I think she let her win to prove the point that quote, you see a female to male beat me when pressed on. If she flat out thought it was collusion, the pen swimmer seemed convinced Quote, I do. I can't say for sure, but I wouldn't be shocked if I found out that was 100% true, Thomas's teammate said. In the 100 freestyle race, Hennig finished with a time of 49.57. Thomas touched the wall at 52.84. So four seconds behind. During a November tri-meet with Princeton and Cornell, Thomas swam the 100-meter freestyle in 49.42. That would have actually beat um, Hennig right here on the right. The anonymous, anonymous uh, pen swimmer also accuses Thomas of mailing in uh, during the January 8, 200 freestyle race that the transgender swimmer won by two seconds. Quote, I was on deck and said to a friend, she's literally not trying. You could just tell. Uh, Outkick uh, source said it was blatantly obvious. I was watching the 200 free and she was literally keeping pace with the other girls. She was number one in the country. And at one point, these are definitely talented swimmers, but they're not the caliber of being at the top in the country or anything like that. Hmm. The pen swimmer, Hmm. female swimmer um, acknowledged that the team wasn't 100%. After traveling to Florida and the holidays for training, but noted that the training should have um, uh, made shouldn't have made uh, a difference in Thomas's performance. Quote: When you uh, tell you can you can tell when someone is dying and the, and they're swimming slow. The swimmer added, "You can also tell when someone is not trying." And I could see in the two hundred freestyle that Leah wasn't trying. What do you make of these accusations, Rose? Wow. Wow. The NC2A should launch a 
investigation into this immediately. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. God. That is crazy. Well, look, they're making a, a mockery of female sports anyway. I mean, the integrity has been... I mean, just thrown right out the door right? in all these female sports now. I mean, you know, it's, again, so far we've been lucky that nobody's gotten hurt in some of these sports yet. But eventually you're going to have some boxing or something out there mm-hmm. that happens and somebody's going to get hurt. They're going to. Now you the know, NCAA they did um they had some kind of an update to um this whole uh, transgender um and college college sports I I grazed at it I don't know exactly what it is uh, that may be a standalone well, video then their their policy and I I listened to a little bit of it this morning because Caitlin uh, Caitlin slash Bruce Jenner was was on Fox News last night or yesterday talking about it their rules are going to mimic the rules or be or mirror the the rules that the olympics have taken when it has come to transgenders Hmm. so whatever that rule is we know the olympics it's a free-for-all i mean laurel laurel hubbard went out there and weightlifting i mean you know if it yeah if you're a man that's got a wig on you can go out there and um you know get out there with women and compete you know you have to suppress your testosterone i believe in the olympics for one year yeah. but not Something not like your natural muscle mass and everything that you have built up through your whole life no. bone structure There's cartilage and joint strength and things that just the the natural growth of a man versus a woman that's going to be an advantage stamina most likely things like that um it's it this is it's despicable. The integrity in sport is um, burning to the ground now. Right. So it's a yep. joke. It's a joke for the sake of pleasing Twitter. I, I mean, yep, let's just pretty much let's just be real. We're, we we want to please Twitter and Instaface or Instagram or whatever Bill Belichick calls it. Um, that's that's all there is to it. That's all there is to it. You You're gonna are have, right. You're going to have Avon Drago out there um, swimming against women. Congratulations. Yep. All right, let's move on now. We're going to talk about uh, Kyrie Irving because, uh, you know, you guys know that Kyrie Irving is back in uh, the NBA. He's playing road games with the uh, the Nets. And he actually made a return to Cleveland. And he was getting heckled by uh, Cavalier fans. And he let them know, and he just – basically roasted them. Kyrie Irving unloads on Cleveland Cavaliers fan for heckling him. Mother effort still ungrateful. And there's actually a video clip because we know that um, Kyrie Irving, he won a championship with them in uh, 2016. We all know the Warriors, they blew a three, one lead. Let's just be real. They blew that lead. Right. And, uh, but China James is on that team. They went to uh back to back. No, they went to three straight. NBA Finals, right? I think it was three straight. And they won that title. And Kyrie Irving, we're going to have to watch this, man. This is pretty funny right here. Let's just play the clip. Kyrie's response to a kid heckling him at the Cavs game. Kyrie, you need LeBron? 
I don't know if you guys kind of heard it, but it did say it right there. Uh, got y'all a championship and mother, mother after still ungrateful. He said it like roughly about right there when, yeah, right here when he uh, turned back, you can barely hear it. I guess that's why they uh, uh, put it out uh, quotations, but Rose, what do, you, what do you think of that, man? I think it's funny actually, <laughs> to be honest <laughs> me, with me you. Me too. You know, at least look, this is what heckling's supposed to be about. At least you didn't have some leftist out there calling him out over his vaccination status. Yeah. You know what I? You know what I mean? At least, well, Lachana James may try to get these people kicked out. <laughs> you know, okay, and I was getting to that. And at least Kyrie turned around and just sparred with him. He didn't run over to the ref and be like, you know, they're hurting my little feelings, and I can't take this, and I'm I'm under too much pressure. Can we get them removed from the game like LeBron James, LaChina James would have done? At least uh, Kyrie is is understands. Look, there is banter back and forth between athletes and fans. It's happened since sport was invented. I promise you, fans were giving athletes hell out there. They always have. And I'm going to be real. As long as it doesn't turn uh, into blatant hate speech. In right. other words, as long as that fan doesn't start dropping in bombs, look, go for it. They pay a lot of money. Yeah, that's court size seats, man. Those things are a, expensive. A, a lot of money to get into these events. And, you know, I I don't mind when fans are, are giving a team hell over losing and, and because they suck. Look, you pay a lot of money. We're funding this shit show. Get out there and play, you know, try to perform. I've got no issues with this mm-hmm. whatsoever. None. And then the fan ain't even clap back. You know, he, you probably heard on it. He said only one because Kyrie ever said, <laughs> I got y'all a championship. <laughs> and fans, you know, fans want to be greedy, man. You know, yeah. when I was a rock, when I was a Rockets fan, we won back to back titles on top of the world. They won two. Of course, we wanted more, but, you know, it's very hard to win titles. It really is. But uh, I thought that was. That was good, man. Kyrie Irving did the right thing, man. I, I like his uh, clap back at, um, at the fans for heckling him. We got y'all a championship, man. Y'all still ungrateful. I mean, he didn't say anything bad. I, I mean, I really wish, though, that we actually had audio of what was actually said to LeBron James when he got um, multiple fans kicked out. Remember, Le- LeBron James got multiple fans kicked out. Now, of course, LaChana James is much more unlikable to fans than Kyrie Irving. Now, some people in the media, you know, they're going after Kyrie Irving because he don't want to get the jab, that kind of thing. But I don't believe that NBA fans actually hate Kyrie Irving the way they do LeBron James. Well, LeBron James, I believe is he's more weak minded than Kyrie Irving for sure. He cares more about his image. I'm going to keep it real with you here. Celtics fans absolutely hate Kyrie Irving. <laughs> well, that, that's, that's, that's a different story, right? But there. there's a sports reason why they right, hate right, Kyrie right. Irving. Yeah, right. he literally came out and said, I'm staying in Boston. I'm not going anywhere. And then was gone. <laughs> right, and right. And then was gone. 
Even so, yeah. Kyrie's dad come out and said, I don't blame the Boston fans for being pissed over that. Right. You know? But I do wonder, man, I wonder if they just made fans made fun of fun of uh LeBron James's uh uh ball spots. Or, you know, when he wears that fake um it's not a toupee, I don't know, fake fake hairpiece. Remember remember his hairpiece like fell off and uh Anthony Davis had to tell him it was like coming off. He actually wore a fake hairpiece. That was so funny. LeBron, you don't have the money to go to Bosley. What's the <laughs> what's the deal there? What's the deal? If he wants to be so much like Mike, Michael Jordan embraced his uh his baldness. He just shaved it off. Why? Look at me, man. I'm bald and I just shaved off. He should just shave it off. Shaving it, yeah. LeBron, man, we're not going to crush you over your hair, man. But face it, I've come to terms that I'm losing my hair. I shaved my head off. LeBron, um, Rhodes, he wears a hat. Rhodes, you losing your hair too? You have more hair than me. If I let my hair grow out, it will look really bad, man. Really bad. You guys don't want to see me with hair. What's that? I guess I do have a look. Yeah. Well, I saw it the other day when you didn't have a cap on. (laughs) I guess it's the caps because, like I said the other day, losing losing hair in my family on either side is not a thing. It's got to be this cap. Chances out out of um, the three guys that I grew up with, man, we're all best friends. Three of us can't grow hair. But one Mm. one of us uh, lost our hair like in the 20s. I still have my hair, but I've been thinning for a good 10 years. And it got to the point last year, I just gave up. If it was up to me, I would shave my head all the time. But the missus does not like the shaved head. So, No, really? <laughs> no, I've let my hair grow back out for the first time in 20 years. Oh, okay. Because I remember before before you got uh, with your wife, man, you, you started shaving your head all the time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I always kept it shaved. Yeah. See, my wife doesn't like me with uh, facial hair. But I told her I can't get rid of the goatee. I can't do it. Yeah. Now I am not allowed to shave the facial hair at all. Yeah. Mm. She yeah. she really likes the beard thing. So. Yep. Okay. We've got a couple more super chats here. Um, the artist formerly known as Woke Hogan for five dollars. Cleveland as an entire city has one title in sixty years, and that heckling fan had the cojones to say it was just. It was only one title. Well, he was going to just keep going after him no matter what. I mean, even if Kyrie had won five titles, the fan probably would have said, well, you only won five titles. Michael Jordan got six. <laughs> he, he just would have kept going. So it, it was all in good fun. Uh, Giants Nation, $5. As a fellow New Yorker, it's a disgrace that Kyrie can't play in his own stadium. It's a disrespect to uh, Nets and basketball fans. F Brooklyn. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense that I, he I can't agree. play because unvats um, role players can play in there. It really doesn't make any sense. Now, this rule would be more respectful if they said that nobody who hasn't gotten the jab can come in. That's not the case. Just because he that's his home arena, he can't come in. If he played for the Celtics, they will allow him in. Again, quit voting these folks in. Stop yeah. it. Yeah, this doesn't make any sense whatsoever. But let's go ahead. Let's stay here with the the marches in China. Uh, we talked about how uh, Lakers coach Frank Vogel was on the hot seat 
and he's basically coaching day-to-day for his life. Now, guys, last night, the Lakers lost again. And one of the biggest black eyes to the Lakers is, is the acquisition of Russell Westbrook by LaChana James. Yes, LaChana James is the general manager. The general manager of your Los Angeles Lakers. Yes. And Frank Vogel, guess what he did? He benched Russell Westbrook (laughs) (laughs) late in the loss. Oh, yeah. Frank Vogel had the green light to do it. And yes, LaChana James did play. If I'm not mistaken, I believe LaChana James actually had uh, 30 points in this game. But the biggest Achilles heel of this team is Russell Westbrook. Check it out. Long before Russell Westbrook was benched down the stretch of Wednesday's 111-104 loss to the Indiana Pacers, Los Angeles Lakers coach Frank Vogel was given assurances that the organization would support him in taking a hard line while coaching a star, sources told ESPN. Hmm. We'll see how that works out at the end of the season. They're not going to fire him during the season. I I, I don't think that's going to happen. But I think there is probably a good, what do you say, Rhodes? I would say a good 70% chance this man loses his job at the end of the season. If they, if and it's not, not even a, his fault. If there's not a severe improvement, yeah, he's going to be out of there. And it's not going to be his fault. It's going to be dumbass player acquisitions yep. like like Russell Westbrook that even the most layman NBA fan could have told you that's not going to work out because you've only got no. one basketball to go around. Yep. Rob Palenka should lose his job before Frank Vogel. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. But it says over the past week and a half, the Lakers management has told the coaching staff to coach Westbrook as they see fit, even if that means pulling him from a game. As Vogel uh, did for the final three minutes and 52 seconds of a fourth quarter against Indiana, sources told ESPN. And this is supposed to be one of the stars of the team. And they pulled him. One source uh, close to the situation described the message from management to the staff as, you, you got to do what you got to do. Westbrook was five for 17 from the field. <laughs> so, in, so in other words, Magic called, oh called, called, up, called up Vogel and but said, But not only that, man, not only that. Think of this. Russell Westbrook is a perennial all-star. Check this out. Westbrook was five for 17 from the field when Vogel pulled him, put, put in Malik Monk for him with the Lakers trailing <laughs> 101-94. They were only down... Seven points. Yankees. They were still in the game. And they pulled him. Russell Westbrook. <laughs> wow. They pulled him. They were only down seven. Oh. Five for Man. 17 with 14 turnovers. <laughs> now, I'm not saying that Russell Westbrook is Michael Jordan. Okay? I'm not making that comparison at all. Can you imagine Phil Jackson... Let's just say he's going to let, can you imagine Phil Jackson pulling Scotty Pippen out of the game when they're only down five with like five minutes to go? It would never happen. Well, it would never happen. Russell they were still in the uh, game and they pulled him. Russell Westbrook, you're no Scotty Pippen. 
No, no. I, I was gonna say I was gonna do the Michael Jordan comparison, but that's just ludicrous, right there. He he got a triple double, twelve points, twelve assists, twelve turnovers. <laughs> oh man, God, he turns the ball over yeah. all the time. I know, man. God. Apart from his offensive struggles, Westbrook failed to execute on the defensive end. He never plays defense. ESPN, he never plays defense, never has. Uh, the final straw pushing the staff to honor their instinct to bench him was when uh, Karis Levert blew by Westbrook on defense with a layup with seven minutes and 13 seconds left. <laughs> the coaching staff had repeatedly emphasized the scouting report to take away Levert's right hand, and Westbrook guarding Levert at the top of the key, one-on-one, didn't angle himself properly to thwart the drive and allow Levert easy access to the paint and route to the hoop. Man, I'm not going to read the rest of this. This is hilarious, man. Frank Vogel knows he's coaching for his life. And they still lost when they pulled him out. Well, what does it say that he has to actually get the okay from management to bench Westbrook to begin with? Get the, that's just on. crazy. Come on. I mean, he should have been able to bench just, him just, 20 games ago. Why would the management be telling him how to coach Russell Westbrook anyway? That, it says here, Lakers that's manager has told the coaching staff to coach Westbrook as they see fit. fit. Shouldn't that be the case anyway? Who's coaching the team? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, is it management? Well, is it's LeBron, LeBron since he actually reads the uh, the stat sheet. It, yeah. Is it LaChina James that is coaching the team right now? Yeah. It must be him, man. It must be him. This is, wow. This team is a disaster. Where are they at now in the standards? Just curious after this loss. Curious. The Lakers now, they're in eight spot. They're only, they're only... Like three games from being in the 10 spot. And they would actually be playing. They'd be playing the Clippers right now. I almost forgot that Kawhi Leonard is still in the league, but he ain't playing. So Westbrook would have made a great stormtrooper because he can't hit shit. (laughs) 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 He misses everything. Oh, God. Yeah. That is hilarious. We got some more super chats that have come in. And let me read those and then we'll jump to uh, our next story here. Appreciate all the support, all the super chats that are coming in. Let's see here. Um, The artist formerly known as Woke Hogan, $5. You know uh, what makes even less sense? I'm pretty sure Kyrie can play at Madison Square Garden when they play the Knits again. No, I don't think he, well, that's a good, no. Would he actually be able to, to play in Madison Square Garden? Because the mandate is in New York City. I think they would try to yeah, keep him he, out. He he can't, right? He can't. Even though he's a visiting player, though. No. Oh. Yeah. That's a good question. I don't know. That's a good question. You know what? Maybe he can play. Visiting but you know players. they'll probably they'll probably keep him out. They'll they probably pull, keep him out. They'll pull him on some technical 
equality? Yeah, yeah. Mm. They probably would. Uh, Giants Nation's $5. I know you guys aren't big fans of uh, KD uh, move of Golden State, but he was right to leave Russ. Russ is another one. He's not a championship-level player. Now, I don't have a problem with him leaving that team, but it was pretty weak that he went to the Golden State Warriors, though. Exactly. exactly. That's the problem right yeah. there. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't him leaving. I had to, not only that, but you want to talk about somebody that should have played a little more GM. You go to your your folks in Oklahoma City and say, "Get rid of that guy. <laughs> Get rid of that guy." Yeah, yeah. Uh, Connor Acres, two dollars. Lestat sheet, James. <laughs> Given. Thank you. I appreciate that. So, let's go ahead and let's uh, move on. Let's talk about um, Antonio Brown because there's been a lot of. Um, conversation about his mental state ever since he ran off the field, threw off um, his helmet, uh, teammates, Bruce Arians, and we, we care about him, everything like that. A lot of speculation about his mental health. They're saying that he's not mentally stable, but Antonio Brown now has come out and clapped back about this whole narrative. There's nothing wrong with my mental health. Yeah. They he were bringing everything's up. Everything's fine. People were bringing up CTE and, and everything else. Yeah. Yeah. Check this out. Let's read this. Antonio right. Brown is finally addressing his mental health, adamantly claiming there's absolutely nothing wrong with his mental well-being. During an in-depth sit-down interview with Brandon Marshall, the seven-time Pro Bowler, John Marshall's I Am an Athlete show with the Ets NBA star Nick Young and former first-round NFL draft pick Jarek Oldrick, where they chopped it, uh, where they chopped it up about everything from AB's future in the NFL to whether he has regrets about the end of his Bucks tenure. Now, I wonder if um, this is just going to play a clip here. Let's see. An NFL Super Bowl team coach told a guy on the team who playing hurt, get the fuck out of here, and you telling me you, Brandon Marshall, would have told him. I would have got close to him and start talking to him. <laughs> no, let me tell you, bro. You want me to do it? You want me to do it? You want me to do it? You want me to, do it? You want me to show you what I would have did? No. Let me show you what I would have did. Right, move over, Jared. Let me tell you what I would have did. My point, my point in all this is saying this, Swaggy, is this. That my objective, I want to be a Hall of Famer. Yes. My objective is I want I'm finishing okay. my career with a thousand receptions. Right. Oh, there's only there's two dudes that did what I did. He's one and now I know the other dude. You're right. You know what I'm but talking listen, about. Hold on, no, what stay point with me. Does it come no, no, pressure? hold on, time out. I'm with you. Time out. Stay I'm with listen. me. We kumbaya. I'm going to listen. We kumbaya. I'm going to listen. Okay. But I don't like where you're going. You don't like where I'm going. <laughs> I don't like where you're going. <laughs> and I respect it. But I'm going to listen. I'm going to listen. I'm going to listen. So here go my thing. I'm trying to get that. I know what I want. And I also know I want another bag. I'm trying to get another 40 million. So what I'm going to do, because if, if I give him that, if I take off my, unstrap my, boom, 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 do that, peace sign in MetLife. Now they in control. Yes. I lose. Because now it's me versus I love that. You the that. media. I love that. Now, here's the deal. This is what I would have did because you like asked that. me what I would have did. I would have went to Bruce. Do what you, Bruce. Do what Bruce did. Nah, but we can't do it. Okay, okay here, this is what Bruce did. He said, get the f*** out of here. And he did that. If I'm close to coach my ankle, this is what I, you know, I just text you. You seen that? The world seen that? And we saw those on uh, text messages. So just right, keep that in mind. Right. I'd have been like, what the f- 
fuck is wrong with you? You talking to me like that? You gotta see me in the locker room. I promise you. No, and this is, is the corporate merit. This is the corporate. That. This is the corporate B Marshall. I love that. Because now I'm here with you. And they, they they can't read my lips because you disrespected me and you know I'm an oh, alpha male I'm a dog no, and you can't talk to me you, like you, you, hold, hold up hold on hold on you think hold you would have been that collected no, yes what you talking about I did that my second half what do you think what do you think I did my second half of my career that's the mental health coming right there everyone in the world got different form of reactions of what happened to them and it's all based upon where you from how you feel. And no one only gonna know that regards of who you is. And this is the my thing home. with football players, mental health, and CTE is this: these guys are willing to do whatever it takes to make some obligatory game. But they're in the midst of those games, along that journey, they're being mistreated. It's a lot of facts stuff that yeah. went on that may not be handled right. And then you in it, you starting your career on the high. It's like a roller coaster. You go up, yeah. and then as soon as it about to, as soon as it go, it about to go down. Everyone leave. So yeah. now, let me ask you some questions because because we cool by young, but sometimes you gotta listen. Like we got two. You see two, what I'm saying? Two ears, one mouth. All right. So if we all players and we all saying we care about mental health, why every time something happened bad or how someone react, oh he's crazy or something wrong with his mental health? It's nothing wrong with my mental health. Someone told me get the f- out of here. I'm not passive aggressive. B Muscle said he was gonna be passive aggressive. Listen to a guy, tell him, get the F out of here when the guy already said he never wanted you, whatever, whatever. So, so here's, I guess here's what I'm saying to you is this, is that. But it's bigger than me. I know Listen, it's bigger than you. Because a lot of guys going through this. But here's what this. I'm saying to you is How this. do you protect your mental health so as a here, football this is, player all of that in is regards good, to getting what you want? How AB, do you do that? AB, all of that is good. I'm asking you one question. Uh, what? We both ask each other one question. How do I maintain my mental health yep. as a football player and still keep my integrity to give what I want. We had to fight to get it. Okay, so there you have it. Now, he was running on, still running on with a narrative that um, he was playing with an ankle injury. But I believe both me and you believe that it's really about him not getting the targets. Right. Because they didn't want right. to guarantee the rest of his contract. Right. right. Yeah. So he didn't bring that up. Brandon Marshall didn't bring that up either. Antonio Brown still went with the narrative that Bruce Aarons kicked him out. And uh, so therefore, if a coach is telling you to get out, you're done. Then you're just going to react like that. He was complaining about his targets. We know that. now. What is it with wide receivers that they don't want to put team first? Is that, is that, is that a wide receiver thing? I mean, I don't, that's that's kind of very few great ones. I mean, Larry now, Larry Fitzgerald's one that that pops up that I think about. Mm-hmm. You know, now he, Mike, he put, Michael Irvin had off field issues, but he was always putting the team first when he was on the field. Absolutely, always, absolutely. Jerry Rice T.O. was a drama yeah. queen. Randy Moss was a drama queen, and uh, obviously, um, AB is too. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with this dude's mental health. I think he's selfish. I, I'm just yeah, let me just yeah. keep it real. He's got but could a he have could he have CTE? Yeah, but we won't know until he dies. I mean, because right. you can't even diagnose it until uh, after death. Now people will bring up the uh, Vontez Burfick hit. That's pretty brutal. It is. Doesn't necessarily mean that um he has CTE. 
What? Well, here's the thing. He knows exactly what he's doing. Yeah, he's trying to build a narrative. He, he knew exactly what he was doing when he was walking off the field. He knew he was prancing around, moonwalking, all that stuff, doing jumping jacks, going off the field. Now he's come out and said he regrets doing that. Dude, it's too late. I mean, part of being a great athlete is keeping it mentally together on the field. All right? On our on, on the field or on the side the sidelines, either one. You have to be mentally tough. It is as much part of playing sports as being physically tough. You have to keep it together. If you don't agree with the coach, okay, you don't agree with him. But do what your coach says in that moment. You're in the game. Talk about it with uh, Arians at halftime or after the game. Talk yep. to him then, all right? Just listen to the coach while you're on the field, okay? I, I get it. You're, you're worried about your – you want to get your money, but look, I'm willing to bet you're getting paid a base salary to be there no matter what and play and go in the game. Right. And, and look, sorry, AB, guess what you are? You're paid to go in the game and be a decoy for Rob, Rob Gronkowski if that's what the coach wants you to be. That's just a fact. Yeah. Okay, they're yeah. worried about you stretching the field so, so Gronkowski can be a target. And mm -hmm. it's no it's no secret you're mad. He was mad Gronkowski was getting the ball. He yeah. made that clear. And, and Tom and, Brady Tom Brady would have helped him to get to his incentives because he did it the year before. I have no doubt he would have gotten in his, his incentives. None. Yeah. He because didn't need Tom, a whole lot. Tom would have got him the ball before the end of the season. Mm -hmm. That would have been a priority. He did it for Gronk he last week of the season. For Gronk. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Bruce Aaron's yeah, like, and, hey, you coming out. Tom Brady said, oh, oh, hell no, you ain't taking me out this game. And he made sure Gronk got his million dollars. That's right. He would have did the same right. thing. You know, oh, yeah. man, I, I don't understand. I don't understand these guys, yeah. man. Uh, yeah. Something about wide receivers. I just I just don't get it. Um, you know, the, the messed up part about Antonio Brown, this whole situation, his whole career. Is this dude, look, the numbers are the numbers. If he would have been a good person on and off the field, and my, by off the field, I mean in the locker room, right? okay? Not his personal life. I mean, whatever, whatever you do in your personal life, whatever. But on the field, in the locker room, if you'd have been, if you'd have been known as a team, team player, somebody would have set back after your career could end right now. They would, somebody would have set back and banged the drum for you to make the hall of fame. And you know what? Because you got that ring and you got them numbers. Eventually Antonio Brown would have been voted into the hall of fame. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah. I think Probably, he has virtually no shot right now. None, none. Who's going to go to bat for this guy. Who's going to go to bat for him. Nobody you know, could, I can think of. They couldn't keep T.O. out because his numbers were so extraordinary. There was no doubt he was a Hall of Famer. Right. And what no he did doubt. in the Super Bowl was otherworldly on one leg. Who's going to bank? And, and look. Do, do you realize, do you realize T.O. probably would have been? He, no, there's no probably. He would have been a Super Bowl MVP if Philadelphia won that Super Bowl. That's right. That's yeah. right. And it wouldn't even be close. That's right. 
Yep. But I guys, smash right. thumbs and, up button if you do not mind. And if he hadn't gotten mad and 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 threw uh, Tom Brady under the bus, and I know he's tried to clean that up, but you said what you said regardless. Do you know who would have been banging the drum for you to get in the Hall of Fame? Tom Brady. Tom Brady. The GOAT would have been banging the drum to get you in the yep. Hall of Fame. You blown yep. that. You blew it. Yep, no doubt about it. Let's move on. Smash the uh, thumbs up button, guys, if you do not mind. And we got a, a few more topics here. And Yes, yes, I did. Rhodes is going to take this one because uh, he is a Jim Harbaugh fan. And oh, okay. He brought this one in. He's been waiting to talk about this one. Uh, did you pull it up or do you? I got, oh. I got it right there. I got it right there. Michigan okay. source claimed Jim Harbaugh will take Las Vegas mm. Raiders head coaching job. So, Rhodes, you found oh. this. You go ahead and talk about this. Okay, you're going to have to scroll it down some. The NFL media is buzzing around. Seven vacant head coaching spots currently available in the NFL. One gig that isn't receiving much speculation is the Las Vegas Raiders head coaching vacancy, which many consider on a golden platter for Michigan Wolverines head coach Jim Harbaugh. Uh, what does that say? Added support for Harbaugh Raiders rumors arrived Wednesday when the Athletics' Bruce Feldman, holy crap, we'll get to that in a minute, reported that sources at Ann Arbor claim the, coaching, the, the coach is eyeing the Raiders' role as his top priority and will accept if offered. Harbaugh's fit with Las Vegas has appeared prime for a successful NFL comeback. However, some have also speculated that the rumors are artificially pumping up his own stock at Michigan. Uh, I'm sure for he, he can get a contract extension after earning. I believe that says 8 million. Yeah. 8 million. Does that say 8, 8 million in 2020 yep. Harbaugh's base salary was cut to 4 million and he voluntarily cut that by the way. He did. He is, yes, that's right. He voluntarily hmm. went in and cut that. Cut, had him cut his salary. He is in the second season of a five-year deal. PFF's reporting it too. It looks like yep. um, Harbaugh Harbaugh's pay has been uh, discount based on Michigan's recent success, making his suitors in the NFL uh, pit their carte blanche pitch against Michigan's discounted rate. Outkicks Meg Turner noted that the Raiders have expressed significant interest. In signing Harbaugh, the organization will have a few pros to offer, including rekindling an association with the Davis ownership family, potentially influencing the search, uh, the general manager search after Raiders uh, GM Mike Mayock was out the door. Let's let's go from there. Okay, so it's kind of look, funny. Usually, you would think that they would actually want to hire a GM first before they get a coach because GM mm-hmm. should have input. But in this case. Not if it's Harbaugh. Not if right, it's Harbaugh. That's what I was thinking. It, 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 you know, we talked about the fact that, uh, because it looked like that Mike Mayock was actually safe at general manager. And I said, well, if, if, if he gets fired, then there is some significant smoke around Jim Harbaugh, uh, for sure. Now, look, this has been talked about for three weeks now. I did a video over on the live channel where they were talking about uh, 
Davis had already by, behind the scenes made up his mind about offering Harbaugh this job. Now, now we're finding out that Harbaugh will take the job if offered. You got to remember, there's got to be some smoke and mirrors here because of the Rooney rule. He can't just go hire Jim right. Harbaugh. Yes. Okay. Because so, the Raiders have to interview a minority owner. I mean, a minority candidate. But think of this, man. If you are a minority candidate, why in the hell would you even want to interview with the Raiders when you know they're going to go and get Jim Harbaugh? The only reason I could see anybody wanting black, white, polka dotted, or anybody would want yeah, to go. Yeah, I don't think it. I don't think it matters on which race you are. To me, fake interviews is. Look, it does give you inter- interview experience for a head coaching gig at some point. That could be beneficial. Right. I get that. Yeah. Um, maybe maybe the yeah. Raiders will call up Marvin Lewis. <laughs> well, the Cowboys did. Uh, yeah. But look, it you know Harbaugh was a coach. He was quarterbacks coach with the Raiders. There's an absolute natural hey, fit. Some, something is kind of going on with your connection, man. You, you, your mic has been popping in and out, and you've been kind of jumping a little bit. It is in the stream. Am I, am just, I yeah, back? Just, I was throwing it. Out. Yeah, you oh, good now? You good? Okay. Um, I think I might have touched my uh, line in there with my my hand. I don't know. Well, it's been uh, happening any, throughout the stream though. So, oh, it has. Okay. Yeah. Um. So him being a quarterbacks coach there, there was over already a relationship with the Davis family built in. Harbaugh wants to go back to the West Coast where he coached the Niners and Stanford. Um, This is a great hire. If the Raiders can pull this off. This is probably the best uh, head coaching opening in the NFL. It's a great hire. Well, it depends on how he views Derek Carr, but my gut feeling is, and people got to remember this, Jim Harbaugh saved Alex Smith's career. Yes. Alex he Smith's said, career changed. Alex Smith, as a, as a 49ers fan, Alex Smith was a bust. When Harbaugh got there, he was a bust. People thought Harbaugh was going to cut him, and Harbaugh said, mm. no, I can win with Alex. Yeah, I can but win in, with Alex. In, in, de- in defense of Alex Smith, his coordinator and coach was like changing like every year. There was nothing consistent. About Absolutely. his career first. No doubt about it. He had to work with, I don't know how many offensive coordinators. It was a lot, man. <laughs> Norv Turner, Mike McCarthy. I mean, it was just revolving door. A revolving door. door. Um, so, yeah, Alex had some obstacles, but people forget this is the same coach that that Alex Smith took them into that playoff game and threw that touchdown. They beat the Saints. All of that resurrected Alex's career. Um, Alex went on to have a good career in Kansas city afterwards. And then of course he got hurt. I guarantee you Harbaugh thinks more of Derek Carr than he did of Alex Smith. Oh yes. Yes. Derek Carr is a markedly better quarterback than Alex Smith was. I mean, uh, I believe with the right coaching Derek Carr, he, he, he's one of those quarterbacks. I believe that can be in an MVP conversation, not saying he'll probably win, but he can at least be in a conversation. Well, he, he was in. He was a very, very top contender for MVP a few years ago. Yes, he was. When he got hurt. Yeah. Yeah, some people thought he was going to win it that year. Um, yeah, absolutely. If I'm a Raiders fan, I'm fired up. Could this be a bargaining chip against Michigan? Maybe. But he wants to come back to the NFL. 
Look. Yes, it does. Look, I'm a Niners fan and a Michigan fan. This sucks. This sucks. I, I hate to lose <laughs> my head coach back to the NFL, but I get why he wants to go. And you could not, if you're the Raiders, coming off of John Gruden and that situation and Henry Ruggs and that situation, if you land Jim Harbaugh, Mark Davis has officially done a phenomenal mm-hmm. job yeah. if he pulls this crap off. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right, we're going to be moving on to our next topic here. I don't think we had any super chats come in, but uh, this is another one Rose is going to take the lead on. I have not had a chance to even look at this, and this is about Deshaun Watson because now we have a report, and Deshaun Watson has such a head case, man. Hey, I've got this here. I can just – oh, okay. Well, uh, hey, if you, pull, if you want pull to – Pull it out. Yeah, pull it out wanna, so I can okay. – uh, Yeah, go ahead and yeah, share it. I'll, I'll yeah. share it on my side. Uh, so I can actually see it. <laughs> yeah, because I haven't read this. So, yeah, this is uh, this is pretty interesting. Uh, Deshaun Watson refused to speak with an NFL owner, and I can tell you right now, it was an owner that was trying to get him in the building. Uh, in That'd the be latest the Dolphins, <laughs> that would be the Dolphins. In the latest twist in the Deshaun Watson saga. An article published by The Athletic revealed that Dolphins owner Stephen Ross did, in fact, want to acquire Deshaun Watson despite conflicting reports. That's what I've heard, too, and that is that was a, uh, a topic of discontent between Brian Flores and Stephen Ross. I'm telling you, Brian Flores did not want Deshaun Watson. Per Jeff Howe, Ross attempted to contact the quarterback before this season's trade deadline. However, Watson, quote, refused to speak to the owner. Now, in case you, you're, you're wanting to keep up, this is what the Texans want for this guy. At least five assets, three first-round picks in any trade for Deshaun Watson, and then I think they want a second and a third yeah, that on ain't top happening. of that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how it could possibly happen. Quote, the reality is Ross wanted to uh, talk to Watson, uh, wanted Watson to be a Dolphin. Ross tried to set up a phone call with Watson the night before the November 2nd trade deadline this season to see if the quarterback would resolve his legal situation to facilitate a trade. Watson wasn't prepared to settle and refuse to speak to Ross. The Texans have wanted at least five assets, and we just went over that. They have no plans to reduce those demands oh, when God. trade when trade discussions resume this offseason. If Ross didn't want to deal for Watson because of Watson's legal situation or the price to acquire him, the Dolphins owner could have simply rejected the idea. Ross instead tried to lead the acquisition. Interesting. Bro. Yep. And are, the Texans course, living, are the Texans living in a fantasy land at this point? Uh, they they this, have to be. This is so odd because um, you've got ownership with Houston. They want Watson out of the building. Yes, but they're unrealistic at this point. 
Well, I don't think ownership is. Okay. I it's kind of odd because if Jack Easterby wasn't so close to Kyle McNair, I'm not sure Nick Casario wouldn't lose his job over this situation because Kyle McNair wants Watson gone. Okay. For lack of a better way of putting it, allegedly, Texans ownership thinks Watson's a scumbag and they don't want him there. Okay. Right. He doesn't so, want to be there either. So no, it's it's an organization that's built in in the front office around religion. I mean, that's an organization full of Christians right. there. They're very big on not having players in their organization that is in trouble. So they would prefer to get Watson out as quick as possible. Um, I'm shocked that the McNairs haven't gone to Casario and said, look, take whatever you can get at this point, but get him out of our organization. We don't want this, you know, whatever you want to call it. We don't want this dark cloud hanging over us right now with his legal situation and what he's been Mm -hmm. allegedly implicated in. So I mean, at, at this point, man, with all of this stuff still hanging over Deshaun Watson, what do you think is a realistic package? It ain't three first rounds. I mean, they at this point, I believe it's probably like a first round and three second round picks, maybe, maybe even third. It depends on the owner and how woke that owner is. And I'm going to tell you, is going to have to explain it to fan base why we did well, this. I'm going to tell you who I, I steal. And that the rumors started creeping up last year. This past weekend, we watched a playoff game between the Philadelphia Eagles and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And what was pretty clear was that Jalen hurts, in my opinion, is not a starting level NFL quarterback. Okay. Yeah. There have been, there were a bunch of rumors surrounding the fact that the Philadelphia Eagles wanted Watson last year. And Lurie has already, the owner, Lurie, has already made one of these kind of moves before when he signed Michael Vick. Okay. And everything oh, yeah. that was coming with Michael Vick. Um, and people were wa- protesting that too. That's right. That's right. But the organization just dealt with it. They just kind of ignored the protest, yada, yada, but yada. This, but this, that is different, though. We're talking about dogs versus women. Oh, yeah, I, I get that. But the Eagles organization, you know, what was Michael Vick in federal prison? Yeah, right. He went. Through, he did. He, he did serve his time already. Right. Right. Now, there's a potential criminal uh, lawsuit involved here. But it's mainly civil at this point. Right. Okay. And we know most of these clubs in the NFL are not playing a morality game anyway. They're they just they're yeah. they're not. Uh I would watch the Eagles there because I think the Eagles might be willing to overpay for Deshaun Watson. But if it was me, I'd be like, I'll take a first and a second. Get him out of here. Mm. That'd be it. Yeah. Get him out. Let's yeah. get him out. Because, look, I think Davis Mills can start in the NFL. And if you think he can, get him out. What's the point? You know? True. All right. All right. 
We got some super chats here. Giant Station, $5. Now, if Jim Harbaugh uh, wants to be the coach and GM, wants to be the coach and GM picking and drafting players, well, my Giants don't have either, Jim. Come save New York. I don't think he's going to go for that. I, I, I just don't see him. Harbaugh is such a big name now that he can pretty much, I believe, pick and choose and he can actually go to the best situation. And I believe the Raiders are a much better situation than, um, than are the giants at this point. Um, yeah, heart, the thing, the, the little secret out, out there that every club that's got an opening right now wants Jim Harbaugh, pretty every, much. every, every one of them. Yeah. Every yeah, one of no them. No doubt. Uh, John's yep. Nation $5. I know you guys hate me for this, but Deshaun uh, New York needs you to come. Needs you to uh, come get us to the playoffs alone. Everyone will forget your problems. Uh, no, they won't. Not New York. They no. Won't. <laughs> I mean, winning does help. But, man, his his situation is just so crazy. With it's so, so many women, man. It's so funny he brought up New York. That was the exact topic of conversation yesterday between Florio and Chris Sims was Deshaun Watson going to the Giants. And they were talking about how the media would destroy the Jets or the Giants if they acquired Deshaun Watson up there. Yeah. that It would be like back page, back page, back page every day because of what what's hanging over Deshaun Watson. It would become a tabloid story up there. That's a different yeah. element. Not just a sports story, a tabloid story mm-hmm. in New York. He ain't going to New York. No yep. way. All right, we got one more topic here, guys. And um, the Beijing Winter Olympics are still going to be going on. I can't remember the exact day. And... um. We know the NBC always covers the Olympics, but however, they will not um, send any of their sports announcers to the People's Republic of China for the Olympics. You may be thinking, all right, they're protesting against China. Uh, No, they're not. They're not doing that. No. Why are they not going to send their sports announcers there? You guessed it. Because of the Wuhan virus. Yes, we're not making this up, guys. <laughs> oh, God. NBC won't send sports announcing teams to 2022 Winter Olympics in Beijing due to COVID-19. As the 2022 Beijing Winter Olympics approach and COVID-19 concerns mount, NBC Sports will not send any of its announcing teams to China, a spokesperson told USA Today Sports Wednesday afternoon. Now, this past summer, we had the Summer Olympics, and wasn't NBC Sports there? Rhodes. Yep. Yep. Uh, isn't the Delta variant wasn't that much more deadly than what we got going on right now? Correct. More deadly than the Transformers. Why variant. isn't the Walt Sports Media calling this racist? I have no idea. I have no idea. No, I, I have no idea either. Yep. But well, this China, is China, China's involved, so the mainstream media is probably going to keep their mouth shut. They probably will. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> they tend to get awfully quiet when it comes to issues involving mm-hmm. China. 
Let's read this here. It says, quote, the announced teams for the Olympics, including figure skating, will be calling events from our Stanford, Connecticut facility due to COVID-19 concerns. Uh, Greg Hughes, senior vice president communications, NBC Sports said in a phone interview. We still will still have a large uh, presence on the ground in Beijing and our coverage of everything will be first rate as usual. But our plans are evolving by the day as they are for most media companies covering the Olympics. NBC's broadcasting teams for figure skating, alpine skiing and snowboarding have been expected to be in Beijing. But those plans have been canceled now since they're actually going to be here in America still. That time zone thing is going to be crazy. What are they going to be getting up at like, what, two in the morning? Yeah. And calling these scenes, man, that's going to be yeah. brutal, man. Brutal. God, is... I can't I can't wait for the Olympics. I mean, I, I'm not even going to watch the Olympics. I can't wait for all of the woke athletes to start running their mouth out of this thing. It's going to be check this out. This, this doesn't make any sense right here. The network's Olympic host, Mike Tirico, will still be in China for the February 4th opening ceremony and the first few days of the game, but will then leave uh, for Los Angeles to host February 13th Super Bowl. So you mean to tell me that the virus is going to magically just go over him while he's there for the opening ceremonies, and when he leaves, it's just going to start spreading? Correct. They're good. Yeah, correct. The, The virus is going around him. This doesn't make any sense. This makes zero sense. Has any of this made sense? No, has it hasn't. any of it made sense? No. This is the equivalent of, you know, Kyrie Irving. Uh, he's not allowed in a Barclays Center, but Jonathan Isaac, who's not vaccinated either, he plays on a different team, so we, he can actually play in our building. Hey, that does anybody any remember sense. this? Let me ask the chat. Does anybody remember the following? Two weeks to normal. Two weeks to stop the two spread. Two weeks to slow the spread. Yes. Two weeks. Two weeks. Just two weeks. What week are we at at this point? Um, Week 80. Almost, almost two years, man. We're about closing in on 100 weeks. Wow. For two weeks to slow the spread. I can't. And you know, NBC broadcasters have got every possible orifice has been jabbed at this point. You know yeah. that. We, they all no, have been jabbed up. No confusion. You know, yeah, Billy Batson, the virus takes a time out while you eat. While you eat, have a, yeah. Have a Black Lives Matter protest. They the, the virus is on a timeout. It goes right around you. Then it comes back. As soon as it's over, you better run like hell. That virus <laughs> is coming. <laughs> this does it. Uh, this made zero, God. zero sense, guys. But uh, that's going to wrap up the show. And uh, I think we're all caught up on Super Chats. And um, wow, there's a lot of topics. A lot of good show today. Very, very good show. Uh, very guys, good. any other final words, Rose, before we wrap it up? One more Negative. show for the week. Yeah, one more. One more. Negative Ghost Rider. The pattern is full. This is pre-Friday. Yeah. Pre-Friday. Good job. Good job. Well, guys, you guys be safe. Have a wonderful Thursday. We'll catch you tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. Be safe.